This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your Tuesday. Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour, 800 848 WABC is the number to call. 800. 84892-22. What worries President, former President Obama the most is not what's happening at the nation's borders. It is not the possibility that his former vice president is throwing this nation's best interest out in order to please foreign leaders. It is not the fact that there is increasing evidence of the Biden family corruption that began when he was Obama's vice president. It is not the massive killing that is going on in many of our nation's city. It is not the homelessness that plagues the cities of the United States or the lawlessness. No, what concerns former President Barack Obama the most is that Americans are occupying, his words, two different realities. The thing that I'm most worried about is to the degree to which we now have a divided conversation in part because we have a divided media, a splintered media. Today, what I'm most concerned about is the fact that because of the splintering of the media, we almost occupy different realities, right? If something happens that, you know, in the past everyone could say, all right, we, must, we may disagree on how to solve it, but at least we all agree that, yeah, that's an issue. Now he says people will say, well, that didn't happen, or I don't believe it, or I don't care about the science. Well, what better, <clears throat> excuse me, example of the divided media than the way we look at this Durham report, than the way we look at things that happened on his watch. Indeed, there are two different realities about what happened with him, his administration, members of his administration, the FBI, the DOJ, 
Today is Tuesday. It's Mark Stein Day. We're going to ask Mark Stein to weigh in on many of these things, including the IRS deciding all of a sudden that they're just going to wipe out the entire investigative unit that has been assembling information on Hunter Biden's dealings. All of a sudden, they're just gone. The whistleblowers say that that is an act of retaliation. I believe it's a preemptive cover-up. In New York, of course, we are still dealing with the situation with migrants, as they're called, illegal aliens. Parents at some schools are worried because Mayor Adams' policy, his new policy, is that he should house these illegal immigrants in public school gymnasiums. He says that's not going to directly impact students. Parents don't agree. He's never going to put our children in harm's way, he says. But in many cases, we have these unvetted, illegal immigrants. It was supposed to be seven schools. Now it's turned out to be more than 20. And this is on top of, this is on top of United States military veterans being thrown out of their hotels homeless veterans tossed back into the streets to accommodate non-citizens of the United States. And this has happened not only here in New York City, but it has happened upstate where people that had existing contracts with hotels, American citizens that had plans and had contracted, contracted hotels and booked them well in advance come to find out they've been thrown out of their hotel rooms to accommodate illegal immigrants into the United States. There is a story in the Amazon Prime Washington Post this afternoon about the plight. It is opinion piece by Leon Cruz, whose opinion is that the real tragedy is unfolding on the Mexican side of the border, And Cruz points out the horrible conditions that are there. He says that his colleague in Univision, Jorge Ramos, has reported from the city's migrant settlements at Metamorphosis, he says these people are living in campsites without water, they're covered in garbage and excrement. The children are in rags, and they are full of infections, yet nobody does anything. And that kind of squalor, I'm not, I I don't think there's anyone in this audience, I would hope that there's not one single soul in this audience that says this is acceptable. It is not. This is depraved to let human beings live like this. But I want to know in Mexico, what is happening? Where is the United Nations? 
The United Nations is one of the groups that has funded these caravans. Todd Benzman has uncovered that ages ago, that the United Nations is behind funding this asylum movement. Where are they? Where is the government of Mexico with sympathy for these people? Where are the governments of Latin America where many of these people call home? Where are they? How are they allowing this human tragedy to unfold and not provide any humanitarian aid? Where are the religious charities who are also funding to some degree or another this movement of migrants into the United States? That has also been uncovered with good journalism from Todd Benzman from the Center for Immigration Studies. Where are the calls for these religious charities, for the United Nations, for those that are involved in helping to fuel this migration movement to deal with the consequences? James Golden. Most of these rush hour, we're going to take a break. It is Mark Stein Day. We want as many minutes with Mark as we can get. We'll break. We'll come back with Mark Stein. Don't go away. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Mark Stein. And yes, ladies and gentlemen... He is here, not there, not across the pond, (laughs) tending to his new king. He's here with us. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I uh, my application for assistant deputy footman uh, didn't 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 do it. I'm afraid. Thank goodness. So you're here with us, right? As the United States is about to apparently go broke, 
I want to start with this debt limit crap and get it out of the way, Mark. So we, I, because then I got to ask you about the Durham report. I got to ask you about this IRS scandal um, and and all else that's going on in this world of corruption in Washington D.C. But Joe Biden sat down and met with uh, the Republican leadership, and I use the word in air quotes. Um, and <laughs> supposedly, Democrats are petrified that he's going to give away the store, that he might not remember he's not supposed to give away the store. And Republicans are saying, okay, we're going to put new rules on new work requirements on the welfare spending. And, and Hakeem Jeffries out of New York is saying, oh, no, 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 we're not going to let the ICE people do Oh, I'm sorry, that's his uncle. We're not going to let the ICE people do that. There are not going to be any requirements. It's going to be a, a, a battle, battle, battle. And everyone's getting all revved up because supposedly on June 1st, the United States is going to have no more cash. There's, <laughs> there's talk about creating a trillion-dollar coin. Uh. There's talk about going to the, looking to the 14th Amendment to dig out this obscure civil uh, war-era uh, language that would let the government just continue to borrow money, but that's going to be a constitutional fight, but we're going to be uh, broke. We are already broke. Uh, the thing is that this trillion-dollar coin isn't even original. Zimbabwe uh, a few years ago had a trillion-dollar banknote, so it's not even... This, is, this isn't even an original stage in total societal collapse. The, the pathetic uh, debt ceiling dinner theater that we have to go through, you know, regularly, interminably, nobody has any... You ask anybody in Washington and look in their eyes. Nobody has any intention of ever paying any of this money back. So the idea is that the debt ceiling should just increase automatically. But to make the Republicans look butch, uh, they every so often they take a stand and say, well, we're going to insist that uh, able-bodied persons receiving welfare have to uh, make themselves available for up to 20 hours a week. Uh, there's a 30, whatever it is now, 32, it doesn't really matter. It might be 32 trillion, it might be 37 trillion. Once you're up... Uh, these levels, a trillion here, a trillion there, doesn't really matter. But the uh, the 32 trillion, uh, none of these things impact on it at all. And all you see, I love some, I love people who file freedom of information requests to find out about the funding of this or the funding of that. Because the truth of the matter is, the waste is staring you in the face everywhere you go. Um, I, I often uh, I, uh, cross little border crossings between the U.S. and Canada, where for almost all my life, uh, Her Majesty the Queen had a one-room hut on the northern side, and Uncle Sam had a one-room hut on the southern side. These are border crossings get two cars per hour. Uh, like North Troy, Vermont. And North Troy, Vermont got some money from the stimulus package, so they decided to widen it to eight lanes, so there's a lane apiece for the two cars per hour and six lanes uh, for the Department of Homeland Security to go bowling in. And they dropped something, they dropped the thing like the Starship Enterprise on a little bit of two-lane blacktop in the middle of nowhere. And uh, you don't need to be... Uh, 
get the numbers for that to know that there is just waste staring you in the face. And we only ever argue about it at the margins like this. Oh, well, we're going to be butch for 20. We're Republicans. We can be butch not for long, but we can be butch for like a a day and a half, maybe uh, 72 hours maximum. And we're going to insist uh, that fit, strapping, able-bodied young men have to do 20 hours of work. And then the dinner theater goes away until the next time they have to raise the debt ceiling. And the trillion-dollar coins, I mean, you know, (laughs) go on, bring it on, bring it on. It's it's like uh, they're coming up with ideas. Oh, I I was thinking we'd uh, do synchronized swimming, uh, but instead of synchronized swimming, we're going to do synchronized diving off the cliff as we all clutch giant trillion-dollar coins. I just got to love it. Now, Durham... The Durham report after all these years, after all these years, the Durham reports out. Guess what, Mark? The FBI was corrupt. Guess what, Mark? Hillary Clinton was behind the whole, well, not just Hillary Clinton, but members of the Obama administration, intelligence community, FBI. They were all in bed together to try to cook up this Russian Trump, Russian collusion story. Wow, breaking news. So it's out there now for the whole world to see and <laughs> I love that. I love the way you say it's out there for the whole world to see. There is literally nothing less important and consequential happening on the planet right now than the Durham report. You know when uh, you and I uh, used to work on Russia's fabulous show, and so we're going back three, four years, five years, whatever it is now. I used to mock the Durham report. I used to say, you know, the Durham report in crank up the echo chamber because it was obvious then that it's a it's a racket look here's where we are you know uh republicans are all excited because uh someone has issued a report on the 2016 election meanwhile democrats have moved on to stealing the 2024 election which is the smarter move thank you okay now i i keep asking people that are really, they are, they, are, they are orgasmic because finally what we've all known is yeah. now known. What yeah. we've known is known. So now they're orgasmic. Oh, you see, it's in the report. The FBI did it. The FBI was, okay, so now what happens? What are you going to do to the FBI? Yeah. What are you going to do to all these intelligence figures? Who's going to jail? Who, where is they? Republicans well, are so dumb that they won't even call for a special prosecutor to try to get the DOJ out of this. Well, you do have to go to the DOJ to get the special prosecutor, but never yeah. mind that. Well, the whole thing is, unless someone you've actually heard of, which means like one of the big shots like Comey or Peter Strzok or whoever actually goes to jail, then it doesn't matter. There are no consequences. And, and uh Durham, bless him, has taken three years to uh, conclude that everything everybody who was paying any attention knew in 2018. Uh, and he still does it in this, you know, the FBI might possibly not have uh, conducted itself with its best practices or whatever. This is all the trouble. Here's the basic problem and one that uh, the Republicans refuse to deal with. America is now deeply corrupt. 
Uh, if you look at the stories in the news today, the Department of Justice is corrupt, the FBI is corrupt, the IRS is corrupt. Well, well, if you have a corrupt Justice Department, if you have a corrupt National Police Agency, and if you have a corrupt Revenue Agency, you don't actually need anything else. If you're the Democrats, you're sitting pretty because you've totally hollowed out the three critical agencies you need. And once you've got those, you can basically gamble and frolic to your heart's content. Uh, and there's no equality before the law and no one you have ever heard of. Uh, on the Democrat side is ever going to pay. You know, Republicans get uh, get dawn raids with SWAT teams and CNN cameras and go to jail, and Democrats get uh, seven-figure book deals and a CNN contributor's contract. So you mentioned the IRS. So the IRS swoops in right in plain view and just says, you know what, this Hunter Biden uh, thing you guys have been working on, you whistleblowers over there going to Congress. Number one, we're going to make sure. I don't know who disappeared the witnesses. That was yesterday's story. Some of the witnesses Republicans yep. were planning on calling have now disappeared. Yes. Thin air. Gone. We don't know whether oh, yeah. it's in Arkansas or we don't know whether they are going to be on the back of milk cartons in the future. They're just gone. Yeah. Okay? So that's you got that. Now you have the IRS discuss, hey, you know what? Screw you people. We're just going to wipe out the whole investigative team on Hunter Biden. What are you going to do about it? And what are they going to do about it, Mark? What's going to happen here? They, yeah. The DOJ just said, hey, never mind that Hunter Biden investigation. We are firing all those turds. Let's get rid of them all. What yeah. happened? So what now? Well, nothing now. Uh, what I love is the way the the naivety of the right. At first, the sophisticated, cynical view of this was that the Democrats were preparing to throw Hunter Biden to the wolves sure. in order to distract from anything more consequential. Because it's as lurid and uh, amusing as it is, uh, you know, Hunter's penchant for crack and uh, rather youthful-looking hookers, uh, that's all very entertaining. But the big takeaway of this that is actually what's shocking is that the... I mean, we're now talking... We've got two things. We're talking about the 20, the attempted subversion of the 2016 election. That's Durham. Now we've got the attempted subversion of the 2020 election. That's the Hunter laptop that the FBI had for a year before the election. And so they the takeaway from that is that the Biden family is a wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party. The Chicoms have bought all the Bidens. They bought, you know, the big guy, as he's called. They bought the big guy's son. They bought the big guy's brother. They bought the big guy's daughter-in-law. They bought the big guy. There's, you know, there were third cousins four times removed uh, from the Biden family who are on the Chicom payroll. The FBI <laughs> knew all that, knew that the entire family are basically Chinese. And, and again, the, the point I always make is you think of the worst pictures uh, the crack pipe pictures and all the rest of it on that Hunter Biden laptop. And then think, you know, that's what we know about. So what does Chairman Xi in Peking know? Because whatever we know, he knows that and a whole bunch of even worse stuff. That's the point. The 10% for the big guy. It's uh, it's it's that uh, essentially 
the the Biden family is is a subsidiary of the Chinese Politburo, and nothing will be. You know, all the stuff they said about Trump and the Russians. Uh, delete Trump and insert Biden, and delete Russians and put Chinese, and that's uh, that. Uh, that would require a lot less time for even John Durham to investigate. No, I'm going to be. I'm going to take. I'm going to go out on the ledge here and offer a correction to you, my friend. <laughs> and this happens very, very rarely. You said that the Bidens own the Chinese own the Biden family. They don't own everybody. They didn't pay off Hunter's illegitimate daughter. No, that's true. Not yet. That poor girl gets <laughs> not. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> But you can understand why everything else is paid for by the Chinese. Why? Why shouldn't this 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 uh, you know old Joe's latest grandkid? Why? Why can't the Chinese pick up the tab for that as well? <sighs> All right. The Washington Post last one. The Washington Post market is standing by its, its flawed reporting, as well as the New York Times. All these Pulitzer prizes they won for this Trump Russian collusion hoax. They say, hey. So it's a lie. We're not. We, we stand by our reporting. I just find it comical. It's amusing to me that these people. <laughs> uh, I, no, this I, is the. St- I think these these Pulitzer prizes are a joke. I mean, basically, they were just being fed stuff uh, for which there was no evidence. And actually, if you knew anything about Trump, if you'd had the slightest acquaintanceship with Trump, you'd have known that the more spectacular bits of that Steele report, that was the actual, the only people there acting at, there was foreign interference in the 2016 election, but it was by this MI6 guy, Steele, uh, putting all this rubbish from his Russian contacts into the media, and the media fell for it. They were were basically willing to... uh, do their bit to help subvert the election. And they've utterly discredited things. I wouldn't accept a Pulitzer Prize. I don't think I'm eligible. Um, I think you have to be American or whatever it is. But I wouldn't (laughs) accept one of these Pulitzer Prizes because I think it's so discredited after uh, after what they did. In They basically, uh, by adding color and verisimilitude to an obviously fake narrative, faked up by Hillary in collusion with the FBI and the Pfizer court, uh, they won all these journalistic awards. So they can all give themselves awards for their varying shades of complete codswallop until the end of time. But no self-respecting person should take one of those Pulitzers. They're rubbish. Okay, now I have one final request. And here it is. Mark, July, we're going to be on the high seas. Yeah. We're going to be on a ship. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be glamorous. We're going to be in the Adriatic. There'll be sun, sea, sand. There'll be beautiful women strolling the promenade deck in bikinis. But we won't pay any attention to that because we're going to be having a live staged reading of the entire Durham report for the entire cruise. Uh, I'm thinking of booking John Durham to read the entire Durham report in a flat monotone for the entire length of the cruise. You can't get that anywhere else except with you and me on the Mark Stein cruise this July. 
I was hoping we were going to have a night of dancing, and I was going to suggest oh. that you... This is Janet Jackson's birthday. I was going to suggest we have like a Janet Jackson jam session. No, 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 no. We're going to dance to the Durham report, but uh, Durham will have a wardrobe malfunction just like Janet did. Oh, I can't wait to see that. How do people find out more about the Mark Stein Cruise, Mark? They can go to MarkSteinCruise.com. That's Stein with a Y. And we would love uh, just to be uh, sailing on the Adriatic with as many people as would welcome a week away from hearing about the Durham report and Hunter Biden and all the rest of it. Thank you, Mark. We'll catch up with you next Tuesday. Mark Stein, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming back. WABC, your call's coming up. Don't go away. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 1981. Kim Carnes. The former New Christie Minstrels member. Started a nine-week run at number one. On the charts... Yeah, Kim Carnes, number one, back in 1981. There's some other birthdays today. We already mentioned Janet Jackson. You know, Liberace. I don't know whether you ever watched the Liberace TV show. Many of you did. Liberace, born in 1919. And now those of you that are musicians know the name Billy Cobham. Billy Cobham's birthday. One of the most influential drummers of our time, Billy Cobham, born in 1944, on this day. You know, my friends, in times of emergency, AM radio could be your only source of information. AM radio. 
is a part of the emergency alert system across the United States of America. Certain auto manufacturers have dropped AM radio from their current and future vehicles, including electric vehicles. The excuse that they're giving on the EVs is that AM radio interferes somehow with their electric system. Everybody, everybody, think about this. You do candles, you do flashlights and all that stuff. Get yourself a hand crank emergency radio and also a battery operated radio. When crucial information is necessary and the internet isn't going to be available to you because Wi-Fi is down because your electric system is out, you need radio, AM radio. You can go to wabcradio.com slash save AM radio. wabcradio.com save AM radio. We have a petition there. Sign that petition. Please, that's wabcradio.com slash save AM radio. We here at 77 WABC are asking you, please support this move to help save AM radio. When you're in the middle of an emergency and you know how these weather emergencies have been these past few years, you know what can happen when everything else is out. You need that AM radio. For news, for information, when nothing else is available, AM radio is there. Save AM radio. WABCradio.com slash save AM radio. Happy birthday. Billy Cobham from all of us. Here at WABC. Let's head to the telephones, shall we? We're going to start off with John in Staten Island. John, how are you? Hey, Bo. Well, uh, after hearing your door report and the way we're talking about it, I don't know if I feel that good. But I was going to bring up the point that, you know, in the 1930s, we did have the untouchables. United States, like Chicago, it's run by corrupt politicians, businessmen. And it took Elliot Ness to take him out. You know what? I hope, and you know what? There should be some way of fixing it. It always does one way or another. Something will fall and the Biden crime, the Biden crime family will hopefully be exposed. But besides let me, let that, me just Let me suggest to you two things that are on the horizon. And if you see the hysteria about both people, maybe we can get it. There is a hysteria, an all-out hysteria, with the idea that Donald Trump could be in the White House again. Why such hysteria? Because after everything, who did he say he was, what, he, what did he say he was going to try to dismantle? This deep state, this deep state that does nothing in the face of all of this corruption that we see. That's what Donald Trump said he's going to dismantle. Now there's also hysteria on the Democrat side. Who's that hysteria directed to? 
That hysteria is directed to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. had said some things that I find chilling and stunning. He had a tweet the other day that said, and I'm paraphrasing it because I don't have it in front of me. He had a tweet that said that his, that, that his dad, Robert Kennedy Sr., Sr., Robert F. Kennedy Sr., used to feel bad that he ever took on the mob. And he believed, he said, that his dad used to blame himself for taking on the mob because that's why the CIA ended up killing John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy. And then Robert Kennedy Jr. said this. He said no one realized at the time that the CIA and the mob were all the same people. Yeah, exactly. Now, Robert Kennedy's out talking like this, and I bet you that there are people inside government that are saying the last thing, there is hysteria about him. That he could never, between all the stuff on the vaccines, and you know what? Remember, when he started talking about vaccines and autism, everybody said, this guy's a nut job. That was the media smear. Well, after what the world has seen with vaccines and the way this COVID thing went down, people are wondering, maybe not. Maybe this guy knew all along that something was amiss here. I'm telling you, there's a lot of hysteria about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. There's a lot of hysteria about Donald Trump. Both of them are pointing fingers to the establishment of both parties and to the intelligence communities. And remember what Chuck Schumer said about Trump and the intelligence communities. He doesn't know who he's messing with. There's a lot here to unpack. James Golden, a.k.a. Sterling, we're going to take more of your calls when we come back. Do not go away. Coming right back. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Janet Jackson's birthday is today. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Coming to your calls in one moment. New Jersey. Governor Phil Murray is encouraging New York businesses and New Yorkers to just give it up. You want to avoid what happened to the music? Hello, what happened to the music? Thank you. Mr. Murphy 
is asking New Yorkers, come on, just admit it. New York is no longer livable. If you want to get rid of this congestion tax crap that they're getting ready to throw on you, move your business to New Jersey or you move to New Jersey and stop dealing with the New York congestion. Now, normally, I don't think this would resonate. But they are asking people, do you know certain trucks coming into New York would have to pay $85 just to come into Midtown New York? So the governor says, forget it. Don't pay. Get out of New York and move to New Jersey. Now, New Jersey has some high taxes, too. But at least you wouldn't pay that congestion tax. I wonder what New York business leaders are going to think about this. All right, let's listen to some folks on the phones and head back to the phones. Kathy. And Lindenhurst, Long Island, thank you for waiting. You're up next. Hi, Bob. Uh, I love your program. Thank you. Almost about as much as I loved Rushies. Well, that's a hell of a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I miss him. I miss Me him. Me too. Um, I was calling uh, for because of your comments about your perception of growing up um, using the trains. You, uh, you were talking Saturday morning on this? Right, right. Right? And mm-hmm. uh, you talked about... Now, I'm going to use your phrase that you just used before about two different realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up... Uh, I lived in Manhattan all my life, and I, I grew up in Greenwich Village, and my high school was on 50th and Lex. Right. So, <laughs> every day... Um, I'd have to travel up there by the E-train and back, and uh, it was a Catholic girls' high school. So we had those dorky uniforms on, right? Mm-hmm. We, were, we were a target, right? So on the trains, you would get molested, you would Ew. get uh, – uh, and it was businessmen was the most – uh, offensive, uh, you know, the, they were the, the biggest offenders. They would hold their attache case in such a way that their busy little hands couldn't be seen. Right? I see. And also, there was some violence, you know. Uh, there was a school um, on 68th and I think 1st or 2nd Avenue by the name of Julia Richmond. That oh, was yes. a public school. Right? Oh, yes. A lot of tough girls. Oh, yes. (laughs) And they used to get on the train, and they used to beat up us kids with the uniforms on. You said it, though. The uniforms were a target. I'm sorry to hear that was your childhood experience. Look, I was a kid. I was a kid in Queens, and we were boys, and so we didn't get that. Now, women have complained for ages, and it's not just here. In Japan, too, they actually started doing separate cars for women 
because the men with the hand problems and these guys that use rush hour to try to, you know, rub up on women and put their their put them. Well, you know what I'm talking about. All that stuff, especially in rush hour, that stuff existed. But I'm telling you, even growing up and I hear what you're saying, Kathy. So I'm, I'm sorry you had that experience. And I'm I completely get it completely, especially you little cute girls in your Catholic school uniforms. That whole thing is a fetish around the world. I get it. But for boys, we didn't have that bad a time. Nobody back then was trying to rub up on us like these pervs do young boys today. So it was a different experience for boys. And I'm sorry that you went through that experience. And, and, and yeah, that experience is not just in New York, but in trained systems all around the world when you have men that don't know how to control themselves. Sad. Larry, in Bro- thank you for the call, Kathleen. Love you. Ka- uh, Larry, in Brooklyn, New York, you're up next. Yeah, hi, Bo. Um, you know, at the beginning of, of the show, you started talking about Barack Obama, and I really admire you for that because I know where you were getting from. I just hope that, you know, like Obama talks, I hope that folks don't lose uh, sight of where your words were heading. That's why I'm grabbing the uh, moment to explain it. So you were saying that he, he, he's saying that the problem is we, we have a split view in this society. Well, you know something? <clears throat> the reason he's doing that is because Obama's role is, at the, as like, is like the political grim reaper, okay? When a side starts to make strides and win and, and, and get a little progress, he comes in and tries to, like, throw, you know, dirt on it to put out their flame. We're finally getting to the point where people are seeing our dissenting point of view and realizing that they're not being told the truth. And Obama's trying to, like, throw, you know, dirt on our flame now and come and say, well, that was, you know, there's two points of view, you see. See, this guy, right. if you remember, if you, right, if you remember, uh, just before they fixed the, this election, Obama came out for funding the, the uh, postal trucks. I was about to say the garbage trucks. <laughs> the, the postal trucks saying... You know, we got it. We got to ship these ballots out there so people don't have to wait in line, so folks don't have to get sick. You know, that was as inventive as he could get with his words. So folks don't have to get sick. What is he, the Surgeon General? And just before that happened, well, let me. T- I got to stop you here because we, we are running out of time so quickly. This man, I understand Barack Obama with this business that I started us today, and I'll keep the story around. It's all BS. And by the way, we are a divided nation more because of Obama and what his administration did. That's time for today. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your family and loved ones. Love and gratitude for you being here today. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow at 4 p.m. for our Wednesday edition of Boston Early's Rush Hour. We'll see you then. Keep it here on WABC. Bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.